0: Welcome to the Agile News. We are the hosts, I
1: And this is Rabi here.
0: And we are conversing on everything that holds relevance to the Agile.
1: Now, what are we recording today?
0: Uh, today, we are going to talk about uh, how, as facilitators, can we handle people who excessively talk you know in retrospectives this is a question that's come to us so most groups are one or two people who tend to dominate the conversation right okay. uh, so as facilitators how do we handle such people and how do we give everyone a chance to speak so you know there's this mindset right he who speaks controls so um so maybe you know some people have a tendency to Uh, keep talking they want to maybe prove that they are the smartest people in the room or you know Mm -hmm. some people just love the sound of themselves talking Uh, it's not like they intend to uh, dominate uh, the conversation but it's just the way they are right Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you have such people who whose intentions are good right but but they just speak a little too much uh, not giving the others in the room space to talk, right, mm-hmm. or voice their opinion, and you know there are some introverts who when when they hear another person talking a lot, they will just go into their shell and just you know quietly listen and and not speak up. So mm-hmm. how do we create the right balance in a retrospective?
1: Okay. Do I need to talk a little excessively today on that? (laughs)
0: No, you you can you can get started.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm just thinking. See now, um, this is like in any any quorum you'll have two two edge cases, right? The one who speaks the least and one who speaks the most. This is a very relative connotation. You can't you can universally say somebody is very silent because to to each other among each other you will you'll always find one being. A little more talkative over the other so you can coin the other person mm-hmm. silent over the other so just which is very relative but think in terms of a team now this is um, a team as in minimum five individuals coming together or it could it could even go for like seven nine eleven mm-hmm. the, the bigger the team the more diversified mm-hmm. personalities you hold in a in a team and there's always a risk of you running into correct more people doing this than just one like there are too many talkative individuals coming in, and, and there's a term which they use, it's called motor mouthing. Mm-hmm. Now, what is motor mouths? Motor mouths, mm-hmm. like how you said, right? People, once they start, they don't know how to stop, they, they excessively converse, Correct. and they like, like how you rightly pointed, they, they love their own voice, like they feel like wow. I heard myself more, more than anybody else in the conversation. <laughs> now, bringing these personalities into a retrospective, it's huge. It's a huge risk. Okay. And if you don't know how to facilitate, right, like how, we, how this question is popping up, it's going to be really um, risky. So the, the first thing that comes to my mind is when you know upfront, like like imagine that you are a facilitator or you are the scrum master for the scrum team and you've been with the team for quite some time and you know, how these people are by mindset and whether they open up or not and you know that a couple of them to talk excessively first thing is Correct. don't start from them so any conversation that you begin with right don't start from them don't give a lead to them because you know the moment they steal the mic they're going to hold on to it to clinch to it and then they they speak non-stop so try to i wouldn't say deliberately do it but structure it in a way that every it, it comes in a, in, a, in a loop. It comes in a pattern that they somehow fall in the middle, but they don't start that that actual damaging act of talking excessively. That's something which um that comes to my mind. Second, uh, now see, now that you know such people are around in your team, uh, and, mm-hmm. and you, you're facilitating a retrospective, don't be very conservative in planning in the timelines. Like don't keep it like 20 okay. minutes or I've seen teams doing this act of between a review and a planning let's squeeze a retro and that retro is is for only 30 minutes and you know for sure there is one or two who who love to speak who love to be a little vocal who love to articulate things in a very detailed manner and we we are not here to cherry pick people or eliminate them or Uh, quarantine them I don't think that's that's what a facilitator's job is facilitator's job is to create a very um, safe conducive environment where conversations can naturally happen and Mm -hmm. and think of two of them who can actually kindle that fire of talking and why you want to eliminate them instead see how you can have them intact in the team let them do what they want to do like let them talk Mm -hmm. let them open up but can we have a retrospective structured in a way at least you have an R. When you know such, Correct. there are people like this who, who, who do this. What else? What else comes to your mind?
0: Yeah, I think when you mentioned structuring, uh, right? Structuring retrospectives, I think it's very important you you structure discussions in such a way that everybody can participate or everybody can contribute, hmm. right? Hmm. Um, for instance, uh, it does not have to be a retrospective. where Everybody speaks all the time right? You can start off by, uh, you know, start in a setup where you write down your thoughts, let's say. So that gives the introverts Mm -hmm. also a chance to express their opinions, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe break them into small groups. So, uh, you know, small groups where, you know, these highly uh, talkative or verbal individuals, right? If they're a part of a smaller group, uh, uh, and you time box it in such a way, right? You create a breakout uh, Room, mm-hmm. let's say for fifteen minutes. So, so that that's the time that they get to speak, right?
1: Okay. And
0: okay. Uh, when when we, when we have to, let's say regroup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ask somebody else from that group to uh, talk about the points that they discussed. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. who only re- normally do not express themselves. You know, encourage them to speak up. Mm-hmm. Use uh, things like I, I don't know dot voting or you know something. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. use emojis or smileys to express your opinions so hmm. uh, that way you involve everybody and uh, you know the person who is extremely talkative also uh, understands that he needs to be a team player so um, try to structure your meetings in such a way that you know not only one person dominates the, the discussion i think hmm. um, also uh, pose let's say thro- thought provoking questions right uh, uh, that, uh, that uh, encourage everybody to open up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, that that is one way that I can think of. Another thing, I think when you mentioned that don't let the very talkative person start, right? Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think one thing I'd like to add to that, that if that person has started, right, don't interrupt that person, <laughs> right? <laughs> don't interrupt because, uh, and don't let others also interrupt. Uh, they may take this as a challenge, right? Or mm-hmm. they may get encouraged and... Uh, further want to continue their uh, conversation right uh, so let them blow their steam o- off and you know let them talk until they literally run out of things to say right and uh, mm-hmm. once uh, once you you feel that you know that energy has drained then you know uh, very quietly it to you know some other person like very politely say mm-hmm. you know thank mm-hmm. you for Uh, your inputs but now let's listen to what the others have to say or let's get some more thoughts on uh, this topic so uh, very cordially uh, deflected like don't uh, uh, encourage back and forth discussions with the same person otherwise you'll never really get uh, you know you'll never really get to everyone in the room
1: Hmm. Hmm. I think that's really powerful especially when you said leveraging the, the culture of breakout rooms which Mm-hmm. um bring down the number of bystanders in a in a conversation right now think of when yeah. imagine that i'm the one who's speaking i'm literally making everyone a bystander of the situation right they don't have any choice they have to mm-hmm. they have to be that um uh, victim of the situation just stand by the side and see how the scene is running in front of them how time is uh-huh. getting exhausted in front of their own eyes when they are supposed to participate but they are just attending sitting standing in the, right. the, the circumference I think now a breakouts is a very good idea, and and as you pointed, uh, just keeping a very neutral stance with them is also really powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Now, now think in terms of uh, there are a few Scrum teams where they have this concept of having a um, a goal for a retro. I, I don't know, I don't know how many teams okay. do it. It's a very tactical thing. But if you say there's something called a retro goal, like today we want to focus on this, or today we want to pay attention to this aspect. Think in terms of mm-hmm. a theme. You have a theme that you want to focus more than anything else in a retro. Now, okay. having that established or identified and, and met consensus with everyone and you starting a retro, you can use that as a timely reminder saying that, okay, guys, we are moving or people, we are moving away from this topic. This is what we wanted okay. to uh, talk. And, and can we can we take this little later? Can we take this argument or a, or a conversation later? Or can we take this um? explanation later i think there's always a possibility mm-hmm. that we can um we can what do you say um avoid lengthy conversations to prevail by helping to navigate with the help of an agenda or a, or a goal for a retrospective that's one
0: yeah keep the conversation focused that way huh, right?
1: huh. and and the and the most important thing is like when, when you allow people to diverge that's when they get into breakouts and and do all that now eventually when they come back to a convergence zone that's when they decide what to do remembering the five stage process in retrospective right they decide on what to do now again deciding mm-hmm. what demands people to sum up like give a summary on what they heard mm-hmm. what they um collectively decided upon and where they want to move from here and so on again
0: uh-huh.
1: I, I i would suggest facilitators not to give the the t- charge back to the most talkative person in the room because again it's going to sand back meaning it is going to kill
0: that's any further never ending conversation uh, yeah
1: so both the beginning and the end i wish you can you can structure it in a way that um, people have um, opportunities to contribute like how you said a brain writing technique where people can write in parallel i think that's a that's an uh-huh. outstanding approach to begin many don't even know that's a brain writing but brain writing is far better than brainstorming because brainstorming Um, like how you said the loudest person uh, is the brightest person that's how the impression gets created in a a brainstorming but in a brain writing you get you give equal opportunities and then create equal space for everyone everybody has a space to think and then uh, unwind and express what they're going through so similarly when you end like how you said we can have a silent voting or we can have a silent affinity created Mm -hmm. people can Form clusters of items that they, without speaking, they can move items. We can we can just keep a silence of five minutes introduced, and then make uh, the the developers part of the Scrum team to move items on a mural or any any collaborative platform, and that could also mm-hmm. uh, eliminate to a large extent a very very uh, louder speaking person in the in a room to to uh, to coexist along with others. What, what else?
0: Uh, I think when uh, see you can't uh, stop these people from attending a retrospective that's not the intention right they need true, to true. participate because true. they're a, they're a very essential element of the team right uh, I think uh, how you respond to their suggestions or their contributions is also uh, very important right
1: mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the
0: longer the person talks, the shorter your response should be wow. right mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that is one one, one another thing that can, uh, work. Mm. And uh, also you respond only to the core issue, right? Um, only essential topics that they have brought up, right? Mm. Uh, mm. Restrict mm. yourself to only commenting to that. Only only whatever was relevant under discussion, right? This can probably help moving a discussion forward. If there were no such comments uh, that uh, were brought up, right? Mm. Uh, mm. Then just thank them for uh, their their inputs and then move on. You know, stay mm. neutral. Mm.
1: Um, mm.
0: So I think that is another thing that uh, you can maybe try uh, in case a person speaks a lot.
1: Mm. That actually reminds me of a situation once uh, in, a, in a in a scrum team retrospective, sprint retrospective. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I was actually facilitating them, and there's one something similar to the scenario we're talking about—a very loud speaking person. And I say loud, not by volume, but the. Too much of conversation from a person, and the conversation mm-hmm. began began on the server blade. They call it server blade, meaning the, the blades, as in uh, the service, like what you need for storage and in, in in a performance testing environment. They started with that uh, request on where we are and how, when are we procuring it, so that we can start the performance testing and why it is slow nowadays. And and then somehow this gentleman took the topic into the brands like this, he started saying how this brand is better than that and uh, who is persuading our organization to buy this brand and, and so on. And, and this entire topic for 15 minutes was running in one direction, which, which we don't want to happen. And Correct. that's when I, I realized saying, okay, this is essential. This is required. No one, no one stops you, but this can definitely happen in a watercolor area or you find a, you find a silent place where outside for a tea, coffee, break out, take this topic, but Let's quickly move on. I think you brought a very valid point on getting the server blades procured sooner so we can perform perform our uh, non-functional requirements or testing in those areas. Let's move on. So in, okay. instead, what if I, I would have gone into that space, started arguing with my stand on why our organization is taking that decision and not, I think it would have made the other person go very defensive, prove his point by drawing some of the unnecessary references he has in mind. I think, I think luckily... Yeah. I behaved well is what I facilitated well is what I think so.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think uh, for us as scrum masters, right, we need to be very uh, observant about uh, in which direction the conversation is heading, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, retros- there are some people who follow retrospective goals, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's very essential uh, to realize if this is happening, the way you, you know, very correctly uh, interjected and, uh, you know, brought them back on track right mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. i think this is something that uh we can actually do you know recap mm-hmm. in a few words what that person has just said and then very conscious.
1: Mm-hmm. oh my god shvi you there
0: yeah hi i mm. can hear you ravi yeah, yeah. You not there, was a, there was a subtle pass
1: in the middle please go ahead
0: uh okay oh yeah i think it, it was my internet um so what i was saying is um I, I don't know what you last heard, but I w- uh, what I was saying that uh, if there, if you see the conversation is actually headed in a different direction,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bring them back, like you rightly mm-hmm. mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, recap uh, in a few words what the person just said and uh, very consciously invite other people's opinion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone have an alternative view or what other alternatives are there? to this situation, or, you know, if you've seen that uh, there's a person who's not uh, spoken, right, call that person out and say that, you know, XYZ, you have not said anything. Mm. Um, Do you, Mm. what are your thoughts on this, you know, or uh, make statements like, I would appreciate hearing another point of view, right, because this is a very important decision that we need to make. Mm. Uh, Mm. So basically, encourage others to invite others to participate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, it's a very subtle way of telling the other the other person who is talking non-st- nonstop that you know he probably needs to step back and let uh, you know others also share their opinions.
1: Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you have summed up very well. I have just only one point um, with that. If, if we are okay, we can we can wind up. See, the the most essential thing is uh, by bringing this topic. We don't want any facilitator. I'm not, we're not targeting sc- scrum masters, but facilitators as in not to label people with some personality traits. We don't want that to happen. Like the sooner you label, the sooner you sideline them, like you push them off or invite them too much. Like, so stop labeling because labeling will only create more, more confusion, add more confusion to the existing confusion. Second, second, um, what if you don't label but you started behaving what happens with labeling? Like you you, you get a you get lot more judgmental with it. Like you, you want to avoid them. You want to schedule certain conversations in their absence and you knowingly do it. All this mm-hmm. are, are not a healthy pattern to evolve. Instead, uh, I think we have to create a very um, uh, inclusive environment where people feel they are counted. At the same time, we should also have some, some techniques handy that can that can mm-hmm. make everyone be part of it. Unlike we, we not revisiting a toolkit and expecting people mm-hmm. would behave differently, it's, it's a wrong thing. We have to revisit our own toolkit, our facilitation techniques, our approaches towards different people in a different quorum. Because see now, Correct. people coming into daily scrum and the people coming into re- retrospective are not the same. They are, uh, are, are they almost the same, meaning they are the same people, but the agenda Correct. is different. So Mm -hmm. now what if somebody is getting very relaxed in a daily scrum? That's when you have to be a little conscious. What if people getting very reserved in a retrospective, like to the point they speak and leave again, you have to be a little uh, conscious there, but at the same time getting too conscious or judgmental of why one is not speaking, why one is speaking all the time is not a headache there are times when people swing with moods and people behave talk a little openly or they go through a rough patch they want to be a little vocal and expressive which is fine Mm -hmm. but at the same time we should also revisit our toolkit keep it ready and and we need to experiment a lot of techniques with the team because now we can't introduce the same technique over and over again knowingly uh, injecting this pattern of one speaking more over the other that is going to mm-hmm. kill the the team dynamics. Instead, we should bring in new surprises in the form of structures or approaches. So even the even the most uh, loudest or talkative person, in the quorum is is always puzzled, not knowing how I'm going to fit in. If correct, if that element of surprise is always built in, right, with your facilitation approach, I think people would take time to digest. By then, you would have moved from one one topic to another topic in the agenda, which is possible. What else?
0: I think you summarize it really well. We have, I mean, we have to be thoughtful of introverts who need more time to think and process, right? Before they actually initiate a conversation. So we need to create that environment which is respectful of uh, such people also, right? Uh, Make space for people who need uh, a little more time to commit or who won't really jump into a discussion without thinking. So, uh, and uh, encourage such discussions. So I think slowly you will create a very... uh, you'll create an ethic of discussion that discourages uh, people who like to dominate a conversation. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, uh, we need to, like you mentioned, uh, up our facilitation skills, keep our toolbox ready and handy if we encounter such situations. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think I think we tried answering to a level best but we don't want to become a motor mouth part of this episode let's 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 stick <laughs> exactly conversation now okay then let, let me jump quickly to the socials we are heading close to season 1 completion with 50 episodes like wow woohoo uh, that's a that's a real big milestone we're heading close to 50 episodes and uh, and we might start another season uh, which after 50 episodes And season 2 might start differently and none of this is possible or able to sustain without your listeners participation, um, sharing your feedback, spreading this with other, other listeners, increasing the listener base, and then uh, timely chiming in with your questions and, and uh, referring us to other others for getting better on the journey of uh, embracing agility. On that note, this is a uh, great, great uh, thanks for everyone uh, who's helping us and staying with us. Um, staying behind us silently and and listening, spreading, contributing by asking questions and and providing feedback. Let's call this episode to done. If you have any any further feedback or comments or or thoughts, please share uh, using the existing channels you've established or refer our show notes for LinkedIn profiles to connect with us, or you can drop a note at gmail.com. Let's call this episode to done till we bring another question from the listeners and try answering with our best of knowledge and and the time we have keep listening to our podcast uh, stay safe and scramo